It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro. Houston Astros. We're just going to play one game at a time. We don't have time to feel bad about ourselves. A two-run home run for Bregman. Everyone in here knows how to bounce back. We've done it before in the postseason. Astros. No fear. Take it back. Take it back. Take it back, boys. Nationals. Everybody on their feet here. This is what we're playing for. This team has no quit. The World Series. Game three. We hung a banner two years ago. We want to hang another one for these group of fans. Deep left field. Let's go. Let's go. And now, Astro Launch. The official pregame show of Houston Astros Playoff Baseball. Brought to you by Houston Methodist. Leading medicine. By Gallery Furniture. By Daniels Jewelers. And by Waste Management. Here they come. Now to the Astros broadcast booth. Here's Robert Ford and Steve Sparks. Greetings from Nationals Park in Washington, D.C., where today the Houston Astros take on the Washington Nationals in Game 3 of the World Series. The Nationals took Game 2 in Houston on Wednesday, 12-3. Alex Bregman, a two-run home run in the first inning. Jose Altuve, three hits, including a double. But the Nationals took both games at Minute Maid Park and have a two-games-to-none lead in the best-of-seven World Series. Today's pitching matchup is brought to you by Houston Methodist leading medicine. And the Astros will turn to Zach Greinke for the start in Game 3. Greinke had a rough outing in his first postseason start this year uh, at Tampa Bay during the division series, but pitched okay against the Yankees, even though he got the loss in Game 1 of the ALCS and and a pretty solid effort in a a Game 4 that the Astros won in the ALCS. Yeah, what you're hoping for from Zach Greinke is what he's best at, and that's executing game plans and putting the ball where he wants it and trying to expose some things with this uh, Nationals lineup. They've been great, man. They've been very opportunistic, especially compared to the Astros. And uh, for Grinke, hasn't thrown more than 83 pitches in all three of his postseason starts so far. Uh, so I would expect with A.J. Hinch uh, maybe in a close game or with a little lead, that it'd probably take him out a little sooner than he would uh, Cole or Verlander for sure. Uh, his first start as a World Series pitcher in his 16th big league season. So it's a big deal for Grinke. And just to come out to this ballpark and take a look and, and see a, a very special outfield gives him the opportunity to use that real slow curveball because that's a fly ball pitch uh, to go with all his other pitches that are more ground ball pitches uh, I think works in his favor I think it also helps and is worth noting has a 17 and a third inning scoreless streak in this ballpark Nationals Park has yep. pitched very well against the Nationals and, in his and career and he gets to hit and he gets to hit which is always something that Grinky likes to do meanwhile Annabelle Sanchez is getting the ball uh, for the Nationals and you know, obviously the headlines in this Nationals rotation is Scherzer and, and Strasburg, but Sanchez, he's been outstanding this postseason for Washington. Well, opponent batting average of 116. They're just 5 for 43 off of Sanchez so far, and he mixes and matches kind of like Grinky. He's got a couple of different change-ups. He throws a slow curveball, and he was probably the worst pitcher in baseball from 2015 mm-hmm. through t- 2017, and it just kind of resurrected his career when he realized, you know what? 
I don't throw 95 miles per hour anymore, so why try to? Uh, so what he decided to do was change speeds, not try to throw his fastball as hard, but just try to locate it, and, and he's turned himself into a great pitcher the last two years. Certainly has, and today's keys of the game brought to you by your Houston area Lexus dealers and uh, obviously I mean it's been well documented we talked about it all throughout the ALCS we talked about it uh, uh, the first couple of games of this World Series hitting with runners in scoring position also and we talked about this in the games in New York as well so big if you can score early and get this crowd out of it yeah, you know, that that was the key in New York, right? Yeah. I mean, when they were able to take the lead and kind of get them out of uh, what they wanted to do, and the Yankees crowds usually try to intimidate uh, the opponents. Uh, this D.C. crowd is crazy right now. This is the first time they've gotten a chance to see uh, World Series baseball in 86 years, so they're just going crazy. They can't wait to, to watch their team, who they've grown uh, to love, and they're as hot as anybody. They've won 18 of their last 20. Uh, they've been very opportunistic, uh, and they believe in themselves, and I think that matters more than anything else. When you believe, uh, you expect to win, and it's going to be tough to beat. Astros after losing in, in game two and that was a really tough one on Wednesday especially with the way things kind of snowballed late was a close game yeah. up until the seventh inning and the Nationals scored six runs and scored in each of the, the last three innings scoring ten unanswered but uh, the players apparently had a, a closed door meeting after the game amongst themselves to, to talk about things and uh, I'd have to imagine Steve that, that the message probably was hey we're, you know, we, we still have a shot there's still a lot of baseball left yeah. to be played. Well just knowing these guys the way we do in, in and watching them play baseball and what's been going on for the last five years in this Astros organization, you know they believe in themselves. And it's just probably just a little reminder. And they've got great leadership in there. From what we understand, Altuve and Verlander spoke uh, quite a bit in that meeting. And I don't think it's a stretch to, to know that they're just reminding themselves not to be... Uh, the type of player that's trying to do too much. And that's probably what it feels like with runners in scoring position right now where they try to chase base hits by getting outside of the strike zone. What's made them really good the last few years has been very disciplined approach. Uh, they'll pass the baton to the next guy if they need to. But for more than anything, they need to just to control the strike zone. Uh, when they, a mistake is made by the other pitcher, take advantage of it. Coming up next, we'll hear from A.J. Hinch on the Manager Show, presented by Waste Management. A little later, we'll hear from Astros television broadcaster Todd Callis. Well, we'll be back after this. What's even easier than hitting a home run into the Crawford boxes? Deep to left field, and you can kiss that goodbye into the Landry's Crawford boxes. How about cracking open a delicious Crawford Bach? Carbox Crawford Bach pairs perfectly with peanuts, stadium dogs, and a good seventh-inning stretch. Plus, a portion of the proceeds from each beer goes to the Astros Foundation to support community initiatives. So root, root, root for the Astros with a cold Crawford Bach this season. How about the Houston Astros? Now, a visit with the manager. Brought to you by Waste Management for environmental solutions that deliver economical savings. Go to thinkgreen.com. All right, catching up with A.J. Hens before Game 3 of the World Series. And, and A.J., you come to, to Washington, and everything I'm hearing and everything I'm seeing, and you see it more, more closely, but everything seems positive around, around here despite being down 0-2 because this team's faced a lot of adversity, haven't sure. they? Sure. I mean, well, I mean, it's our reality. So I, I think our guys are good at staying in the moment, trying to win today's game and all that cliche stuff that comes with it. But mm -hmm. I... Uh, more than anything is I, I just think we're, we're good. We're in a good place mentally. We, we haven't been able to break out and have a, have a game go our way. We probably had best position to win game one and didn't, didn't, couldn't quite come back uh, after falling behind. Game two kind of blew up with us at the end. But 
you know, at the end of the day, like if you if you want to be down at the World Series and get frustrated and drag all the I mean, like, good, then just pack it up and go home. Yeah. It's just not the way we're gonna we're gonna operate. And you mentioned yesterday too, you got a lot of great leaders in your clubhouse, mm-hmm. don't you? Well, I have a lot of great players. I mean, I think that yeah. I think at number one, the talent on the field is going to be um, unmatched. I mean, I, I believe in our players. I think the the, the players that have been here before and. Um, look, I remember after game one getting dominated by, by Clayton Kershaw in 2017 and they were the Dodgers were in complete control and we ended up winning game two. And um, then when we fell behind again in the series and got blown out one of those games, the game, I mean, it was just this, this emotional roller coaster that unfortunately fans uh, go through, the organization goes through. My job is to shield that from the players yeah. and just get them ready to play. Uh, remember the last time you were here? I do. I was here for the the All Star Game in 2018, yeah. um, and one of the, one of the just joys of my job of get, getting to to stand in front of a, a group of All Stars uh, from everywhere. Um, but but most importantly, like eight or nine of these guys were in the clubhouse. Top four are, in your order are in our in our uh, were in that on that All Star team. And yeah. uh, Michael Brantley was an Indian at, at that point, and and. Um, certainly, the, the the Garrett Cole, Justin Verlander, Bregman, Springer, Altuve, Granky was on the other side. This it's a uh, it's a room full of all stars, and so I made reference to that yesterday when I when I walk in the building. Uh, Grinky, let's talk about Grinky coming into this game. Maybe a little bit pressure, but everybody in, in sports deals with pressure in, in their own way. You feel good about him going to execute game plans in any game he goes into, don't yeah, you? Yeah, well, I also think about pressure. Is like, you think there wouldn't be pressure on him if we were up 2-0? Like, yeah. he can't – it's not a layup drill. It's the World Series against a really good team. So, I um, I think even the pressure part of that is he's going to be here from the very beginning, whether you're winning or losing or needing – you know, we need to win every game. So, mm-hmm. um Obviously, execution is going to be key. We need him to get into the game a little bit easier than than Justin or Garrett have done. That's going to be very critical. You come on the road, and we saw this at Yankee Stadium. Like the more that you can play with the lead, the more that the home team actually has the majority of the pressure. So um, it doesn't fall on Zach Greinke's shoulders alone. It falls on on our, on our offense, on our base running. Got to play a little bit cleaner than we did at the end of Game Two. Uh, and then Zach, you know, holding up his end of the bargain is key too. How much deliberation have you guys gone into about thinking of when can we get Jordan Alvarez into the line, in the starting lineup? Um, quite a bit. I mean, yeah. obviously, we knew, you know, at the beginning of the series there were going to be these three games in the middle, mm-hmm. and and I think it's important for us to have to to to, to always be open to when to put uh, him in left field and go for offense, or when to to peel back and keep him as a weapon off the bench and maybe a higher leverage at bat than just the randomness that comes with the batting order. So where does, where does that line uh, come? We'll see. I mean, we're going to yeah. find out. Not tonight. It falls. He's going to be off the bench, and I'm going to have him um, ready to go. I mean, maybe that at bats early in the game. Maybe it's in the mid. Maybe it's at the end. Maybe we bust out and we don't need him to yeah. hit. I mean, there's all sorts of scenarios in play. But um, in this outfield with a contact team and a, and a relative contact pitcher, um, despite the ground ball rate, I think it's important that we put our best outfield out there and, and me keep, you know, what I feel like is is a, an ace in the hole, so to speak, in the, you know, off the bench for the big at bat. You don't have time for the stuff that we have to do as far as looking at, a little deeper into the, some of these numbers, but you guys have not had the the big inning yet, like like you've mm-hmm. had many times and. 
it's not because you haven't hit the ball hard. You just hit it right at people for the most part, don't you mm-hmm. think? Well, it's a results-oriented game, so like either yeah. we did or we didn't, and I and I appreciate that. But I I have been proud of our our at bats in in with these runners in scoring position over the course of the of these last couple games. I think it got a little bit better towards the end of the Yankee series, and then it bled into this series. And I and I think it's. It's important that it's all you can really control. I mean, that Michael Brantley smoked a ball to the left field with a runner in scoring position that that uh, that they ran. Soto ran down the other day, and that's a foot away from us talking about how clutch Michael Brantley was in that situation and how mm-hmm. um, instead it was a good out. So I give yourself a chance with a good at bat, get a good pitch to hit. We've generally done that. We haven't come up with the results. Better results will will. Will make everybody feel better. Were you guys trying to be really patient with Scherzer and Strasburg, or was just waiting for a good pitch? Both. I mean, I yeah. think we weren't. You know, we weren't up there to take, but we were up there to be very, very um, selective with what we wanted to, to, to hit. And I and I think it's, you know, it's an approach that's going to be important tonight. Just because it's not Strasburg and Scherzer doesn't mean that we can go up there flailing at everything. And mm-hmm. you got to shrink the zone against Sanchez too because of the changeup and. Um, he does throw a few more lower fastballs in the zone, which is going to be interesting to see how he pitches us, but. Um, it's always key to, to make the pitcher work through your at-bat as opposed to put the first ball in play. But if he's throwing the ball over the middle of the plate to start an at-bat, then we need to be ready to hit. Alex Bregman uh, was asked this question in his press conference yesterday, and somebody asked him, what does this team face You know, in the position that you're in right now? And he said, Anibal Sanchez tomorrow. Yeah. That's the perfect answer. Isn't it, it is because it, again, yeah. I've said this mindset that this team has is just yeah. win today. I mean, I, I don't. We're not making up for anything. You got to win four. They've won two. Their 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 route to the to the World Series championships a little bit shorter than ours now. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think people will think differently if we can win tonight. I know. Talking to you, you like to step back every once in a while and, and appreciate the moment and everything. Uh, what this means for Washington, D.C. has been pretty mm-hmm. cool, isn't it? It's really, really cool, mm-hmm. and, and I'm proud to be here. I think the fans are going to be extremely happy tonight mm-hmm. um, at the beginning of the game and, and, and seeing baseball at this level come to D.C. That the, They love this team. The atmosphere is really cool. They hosted the All-Star game in 18. They got to the World Series in 19. Uh, every fan base in baseball deserves this feeling, but – um, it is nice to see a city so excited about about the uh, the return of baseball in, in the nation's capital. All right, AJ, thanks for catching up as usual, and good luck tonight. Thank you, Sparky. Back with more Astro Lunch right after this. Astros fans, whether you're enjoying the game at your favorite sports bar or at Minute Maid Park, please make sure you plan ahead for a safe ride home. From your friends at Silver Eagle Distributors Houston, and Budweiser. Welcome back. Robert Ford joined by Todd Callis, television broadcaster for the Astros. NDC as a fan, I know you'd, you'd love to be calling these games, obviously, but uh has to be fun, and, and I'm sure you're looking forward just to get a feel of what the, the atmosphere is going to be here, first uh, World Series game here. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. It was uh, at Game 7 in L.A. That mm-hmm. was a lot of fun. I've actually been to one World Series in this region before. It was the 1983 World Series. Mm-hmm. I was a freshman at University of Maryland, and Baltimore happened to be playing the Phillies in that World Series, so um, went to Memorial Park for a couple of games, but uh, it's cool to be back. First uh, first World Series game in Washington in over 80 years, so I'm looking forward to it. So, 83 World Series, was that the, that was the last World Series you had been to before coming to the Astros? and Or actually before, because I guess you did one with the Rays, but yep. before you got into broadcasting, 83 was the last one? Yeah, 83, went to 80 as a kid uh-huh. uh, when I was 14 years old, and then was a freshman in college for 83, and obviously dad worked for the Phillies, so got to go to those two, 80 versus the Royals, 83 versus the Orioles. And then it wasn't until 08 with Tampa Bay, 
against Philadelphia again, ironically yeah. enough, and then last year. So this will be uh, the fifth World Series I've been to. Now, so you, I mean, I know you were you were younger at the time, but you kind of have experienced what DC is going through right now when. Uh, the Phillies, 1980. They had been to the World Series before, but it had been a long time. No, you know, it had been since 1950. They they hadn't won a World Series at that point. What do you remember about just the atmosphere? You know, first time in a long time in the World Series, and then and then winning it. Yeah, it's a good point. There are some similarities there because DC, first of all, didn't have a team for a right. while, and, and it's been such a drought since they've had a World Series prior to that. Uh, but yeah, that was uh, there were a lot of near misses. 76, they played the right. Reds and lost. 77, 78, Dodgers got them. So they finally got over the hump, won it all in 80. Uh, and then took on the Kansas City Royals. Uh, that was a great series, um, back-and-forth series. I do remember, similar to this year, they had two of the premier third basemen in all of baseball, and George Brett right. and Mike Schmidt in the 80 World Series. So a lot of focus on that. Here you've got Bregman and Rondon, uh, and Rendon, of course. But, uh, yeah, it was a lot of fun. Got to go only to the home games. We didn't travel to Kansas City when I was a kid, but uh, um, Game 6 was at Philly, and uh remember celebrating and being uh, on the parade route the uh, the next day or two days later down Broad Street. Wow, that, that's pretty cool. And uh, you know, this Astros team, obviously, down two games to none after losing the first two games at home. It's been done before. doesn't happen often. A team comes back from losing the first two games of a World Series at home to win that World Series. 96 Yankees, the, the last team to do it. But you know, me and Steve Sparks we were talking earlier. It almost seems like sometimes this Astros team is at its best when their backs are against the wall. Yeah, I, I'm not as concerned. I, I felt like the stress level, because I get to be a fan for the playoffs, was yeah. much higher for the Yankees series than it is for this series, whether it's because you already have a championship under your belt or for whatever reason. I'm, I'm not a big Yankees guy. I kind of like when they when they lose even more right. than most. Um, but yeah, I, I'm, I think you have to borrow the motto that the Washington Nationals have used all year long, stay in the fight. Just win tonight. You stay in the fight if you win tonight, and all of a sudden, you get a big exhale, and some of that pressure is off your shoulders. And then we'll see what happens tomorrow. Uh, obviously, if you lose tonight, it's going to be a monumental task. So just win tonight. Stay in the fight, and uh, I have a lot of confidence in a team that won 107. Don't you almost feel like you want to get this team, and A.J. Hinch kind of alluded to it after after game one, you almost feel like you want to get to, to game five and Garrett Cole starting because the, regardless of where the series is at that point, you got to like your chances in the game five, even with uh, Cole losing in, in the first game. Yeah, I mean, that was kind of stunning. I, there was an invincibility yeah. around Cole, especially pitching at home, uh, not having lost since late May. Uh, and just in dominant fashion, too. Not like he's squeaking out wins. So that was kind of stunning when he lost that game. But, yeah, I'll take my chances, at, you know, getting to game five with Cole and then Verlander back home for game six. Uh, then I like my chances to get to a game seven, and then anything can happen. All right, Todd Callis, Astros television broadcaster. Thanks so much for joining us. Uh, have, a, have a couple for me. I will, Robert. Thanks. Every pitch. Swing and a miss. Ten strikeouts for Cole. Every inning. And Cole dances back to the dugout. Of every game. See you later. See you later. Back to back, Jack. October baseball. Everybody's got to come to our house to get to the World Series. Exclusively on the Houston Astros. Now the crowd's getting frisky. Radio Network.